Good morning, Rabbi. Morning, Joe. It is October 10th, 2021. And I can see by your attire that you were aware of the Alabama-Texas game that took place last night. What? There was a game last night and I missed it? Ah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so it's always interesting to me to see the loyalty fans have for their school teams, for their state teams, for their city teams, sports in general. I myself am fond of sports and I have many memories. I got to meet my baseball hero, Frank Howard once, and that was a treat. And he was delighted that I told him, when I told him that I had a Frank Howard baseball bat growing up. And he said, oh my gosh, you are old. <laughs> But what is it about sports and success that inspires us such camaraderie, such devotion, such, dare I say it, fanaticism sometimes? Well, we know the word fan comes from the word fanatic. So when we talk about a football fan or a baseball fan, we're talking about a fanatic. And so the word itself means over the top, more than. And I think that's a good topic worth exploring because I think here in the United States, no, all over the world, because we see this in soccer matches, the importance of winning in teams overtakes the benefit. I think the burden now has, is outweighing the benefit. And we have to start reining in, not in a bad way, but let, let's talk for a minute about growing up. What do you remember growing up about sports? Not too much besides Frank Howard. My friends were all baseball card fans i didn't really watch team sports or anything on the television and what about playing joe did you play sports i was i was tall gangly and athletic asthmatic i mean not the opposite of athletic so i was always picked last when we were picking teams and i couldn't do anything very well so i was ostracized and i did not enjoy sports probably as a result because of that and I can identify because I've had that same experience. I am neither right-handed nor left-handed. It's called mixed dominance. I'm also HD. Uh, what, what is the, what is the, I keep wanting to say HDTV, but that's not it. Uh, I'm, I'm dyslexic. ADHD. ADHD, dyslexic, mixed dominance, which meant I could neither bat right-handed or left-handed. Either one felt wrong and I couldn't throw. So I was not just picked last, I was excluded because I didn't fit with any, any kind of a mold and sports is only for the best and the, the most that can perform on the field rather than it being a way. I think if both of us had played sports, we may have developed some different, not different talents, but we would have developed differently. We wouldn't have been home run. We wouldn't have been the best on the team. For us personally, we would have been able to play a game as opposed to the game is only four. And that was 50, 60, 70 years ago. Look at where sports has come now in terms of pay, in terms of colleges. You know, I get really annoyed. College football is really the minors for professional football. It's not student athletes. And I don't know what year it changed from being a student athlete 
to being groomed for professional sports, whether it's soccer, baseball, particularly football, the training ground. And this idea of this mythology that we have student athletes, it's time that we acknowledge the truth and then we can focus on it and deal with it and do what's appropriate. Was the transition perhaps when professional sports started to take hold, when people said, well, yeah, we only get so many college games. We want to have professional games too. And the players who were good but couldn't do anything else except play football or basketball or baseball needed someplace to go. I think that's, that's kind of neat because I can remember watching golf on television and I don't remember which tournament I was watching and some, with some friends and somebody looked over and said, people get paid to play golf? You're a professional golfers? And I said, yes. And I'm a terrible golfer. It's kind of because I can't golf left or right. As I mentioned, it both seems wrong to me. So I've tried, I've taken lessons. I've been to the driving range. I've practiced on the putting green. And I also don't have good eye-hand coordination. So those sports aren't good for me. I need something that takes time to focus. So, but I enjoy watching professional golfers, professional football. I, watch, I love watching skilled people of any sport. And I said, yeah, there are people that are paid to play golf. And that in itself isn't unreasonable. But I think, Joe, it's what's happened to sports, how it's evolved into multi-billion dollars, into selling products. Turn on the TV and the most common person selling a product is a sports figure. Well, there's a uh, comic strip called Tank McNamara. One of the strips focused on a college professor asking a couple of the boosters, uh, I understand you've just donated $5 million for improvements to the football stadium. And they go, yeah. And I said, how about uh, donating $5,000 to sponsor a new chair for the English department? And they said, this here English, can you bet on it? <laughs> and the professor says, no. And then the final panel is him being thrown out the door. So gambling, I think, is a part of the factor too. We, do we need to feel like winners? Do we want to have a team that wins? Is that the motivation? And is that more important? I think that's taken over. I think at one time, it was the pleasure of watching the team, watching the game, being able to either anticipate the play, call the next play, be able to correct what was wrong. I think all of that was neat. And I, what's happened is it's evolved into betting. We now have betting in the Commonwealth of Virginia, in the district, that you can go online. This isn't about watching a game. This isn't about the sport. Why, why don't you bet on crickets and snails? I'm sure people would if we, if we could bet on anything. And that is the downside. And that's also ruining or destroying. Look what it did to boxing. In the 30s and 40s, I'm not sure when they had the, the Senate hearings on corruption in boxing because of the, the organized crime having games on, because there's just too much money to be made. And I think we've now crossed the line from a sport, horse racing, about betting, not about the horses or the trainers or their ability. It's all about betting. And the 
very fact you can go to a casino and bet on horse racing on sports on TVs. You're not even watching the games. <laughs> so that's a gambling. That's a, an altogether different topic for us. And I think that's part of what's taken over. Well, what do we step back to? I mean, not to hold up a dark mirror to my rabbi, but I've heard you in the past say that oh, some of the problems of society are because kids get medals for 10th place. Isn't the point of that so people can be encouraged to play and not necessarily be preoccupied with winning, but no. just the performance? No, I see, no, that, that's not contraindicated. The idea is if we have a competition, then one of us does that better than the other one. And it's acknowledging that one person did a better job. And of course, we can give an award to first loser. We call that second place. But we can give first loser an award. It's acknowledging I, it was close. I, I think that's important to acknowledge in competition. However, I think part of the this mythology of giving everyone an award just takes that away. It takes away trying. Why should I try? I'm going to get an award anyway. I'm not that great a golfer either, Rabbi, but I would play golf with you anytime. Now, of course, we have to play for money. You're um, very welcome. And I'll be glad to go on the links with you with non-PGA rules.